and welcome to our podcast. My name is Dave Hanna. I'm a consultant and author in organizational issues, and this series of episodes in our podcast is based on my book, Leadership for the Ages, which aims to help managers deliver better results today and build a lasting legacy for the future. Episode 5, Ritz-Carlton Hotels, Where Earning Trust Pays Off. The best way to appreciate the Ritz-Carlton organization is to experience it as a guest. Imagine yourself caught in the middle of a jet age nightmare. You are supposed to be enjoying spring break in Florida, but an unexpected snowstorm has canceled your connecting flight in Atlanta. Your bags are lost, you have no winter clothing, and the hotel you booked at the airport is nowhere in sight as you leave the subway station. The chilling winds take your breath away. You and your spouse are very concerned about your shivering four-month-old son. This is actually the situation a family faced a few years ago. Fortunately for them, Eric Smith, room's executive at the Atlanta Ritz-Carlton Hotel, overheard their worried conversation. He volunteered his assistance. We would be happy to have you stay with us at the Ritz-Carlton, just across the street, and we'll charge you the same rate you would paid at the other hotel. It didn't take long for the grateful family to accept Eric's offer. Once inside, they were checked in quickly and were given a room on the club level. A full-size crib was waiting for their son when they entered the room. Shortly thereafter, a Ritz-Carlton employee known only as Dan volunteered to stop at a store and pick up some baby supplies. All this service and for a room rate that was approximately one-third of normal. The husband summarized his feelings in a letter to Ritz-Carlton. Quote, Words do not fully express our gratitude for the assistance given to us by Mr. Smith and Dan, as well as the entire staff at the Ritz-Carlton Atlanta, for making a very difficult situation into a pleasant stay at your hotel. A one in a million experience? Only if you never stay at a Ritz-Carlton. As impressive as this story is, it is typical of what Ritz-Carlton guests experience. Here are some other examples. A Hong Kong businessman, let's call him Mr. Ho, was staying at the Ritz-Carlton in Marina del Rey, California. Mr. Ho checked out of his room, left his bags at the bell desk, and attended a meeting in the hotel. Later, he and his associates drove down to San Diego for another meeting. He planned to fly to Seattle via Los Angeles later that afternoon. Only when Mr. Ho entered the San Diego airport did he realize he had left his bags at the Ritz-Carlton. Suddenly panicked, he called the hotel to see if his luggage could be sent to Seattle. The Ritz-Carlton employee quickly saw another possibility. He had just enough time to drive to the Los Angeles airport and meet Mr. Ho personally. Timing was critical, but this employee drove to the airport located the gate, presented Mr. Ho with his bags as he came through, and escorted him to the ticket counter to check the bags to Seattle. Mr. Ho proceeded on his flight without delay. What about a situation in which a guest is disappointed? One regular customer at the Pentagon City Ritz-Carlton wrote in to complain that his wake-up call was missed during his last stay. He indicated the importance of the wake-up call since he could not rely on hotel alarm clocks because they are terrible. The Ritz-Carlton team went into action. 
In addition to assuring this guest his future wake-up calls would be reliable, they purchased the same alarm clock brand and similar model that this guest uses at his home. Now, whenever this guest checks in, he is greeted by his alarm clock, tuned to his favorite radio station. This guest's response, I was surprised at the special effort you made in response to my note. Needless to say, you have earned my continued loyalty as a customer. Such things happen every day in 110 different Ritz-Carlton hotels all over the world. Uncompromising service, personal attention, near flawless quality, continuously earning trust. At Ritz-Carlton, excellence is measured in moments like these. And its excellent performance has paid off. J.D. Powers has rated Ritz-Carlton the number one hotel company in the luxury class five years in a row. It has the highest occupancy rates in the industry. Its customers prefer Ritz-Carlton by a margin of 73 to 10 over competition. Employee turnover is about one-third of the hotel industry's average, and the company continues to open new hotels in an industry that many describe as glutted. In 1992 and 1999, Ritz-Carlton won the prestigious Baldridge Award for Quality Excellence. How do they achieve such excellence in vastly different cultures around the world? It all began as one man's dream. A dishwasher's dream. Little could Horst Schulze have predicted where his career would take him when he began a cooking apprenticeship at age 14 in his native Germany. He started out washing dishes and helping in the kitchen. Through the years, he worked for some of the finest hotels in Europe and the United States before helping to form the Ritz-Carlton Hotel Company in 1983. Along the way, Horst developed a passion for service and excellence. Service is a much misunderstood word today, he says. True service is very gratifying. It's a real gift to serve. In the hotel industry, most people sell food, beverages, and rooms. That is not our business. Service is our real business. His appreciation for excellence came out of an experience while working as a room service waiter in the San Francisco Hilton. I wanted to be promoted to room service captain. Someone else got promoted before I did. That hurt my ego. After three months, I finally admitted to myself that the other fellow deserved the promotion more than I did. Then a second guy got promoted and it only took me 10 days to admit he deserved it. Finally, it dawned on me. If I truly deserve it, I will get promoted, but I decided to create excellence every day. Horse contends most people think of success and excellence as something in the future. There is a big problem with that thinking, he says, because if success is in the future, how can you be successful? You're not there. The young room service waiter resolved to be successful at whatever he was doing at the moment. My accomplishment of today is success. The reward for success comes later. My first reward came when I knew I was the best room service waiter. My second reward came when others said, you do a good job. My third reward came when I finally got promoted. Horse left his vice president position at Hyatt Hotels and joined the Ritz-Carlton organization to pursue a dream, to create a hotel company where people can create excellence. I gave up money and benefits for the sake of my dream, and others have joined me because they share the dream. Also joining Ritz-Carlton from the Hyatt organization 
were five other executives who were key leaders at Ritz-Carlton in its inaugural stages. Just spend a few minutes with any of these executives or with any general manager or any staff member at any of the Ritz-Carlton hotels and you will feel how deeply they personally share the values of service and excellence. Service and excellence are who they are. Everyone is centered on the company's gold standard, the credo, motto, three steps of service, and the Ritz-Carlton basics. Every employee carries his or her own pocket version of the gold standard. So here's their credo. The Ritz-Carlton Hotel is a place where the genuine care and comfort of our guests is our highest mission. We pledge to provide the finest personal service and facilities for our guests who will always enjoy a warm, relaxed, yet refined ambiance. The Ritz-Carlton experience enlivens the senses, instills well-being, and fulfills even the unexpressed wishes and needs of our guests. A more careful look at the Credo's three paragraphs reveals a powerful simplicity. Paragraph number one, what we are, a service organization. Paragraph number two, how we live up to being number one by being warm, sincere and caring, relaxed, being ourselves, and refined, respecting our guests and each other as ladies and gentlemen. Paragraph number three, why we want to do number one and number two, to have fun and excitement every day. Building on this mission, the focus shifts to the fundamental role everyone at Ritz-Carlton needs to fill to make the credo reality. This role is expressed in the motto, we are ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen. The important message in this motto is that while service is Ritz-Carlton's business, employees are not servants. They too are ladies and gentlemen serving their guests. Through the fulfillment of this motto, every employee also is the recipient of the warm, relaxed, yet refined ambiance and an experience that enlivens the senses, instills well-being, and fulfills even the unexpected wishes and needs. Employees are as important as their guests. The motto reduces the entire gold standard to a single easy to remember sentence. As the 18,000 associates live the motto every day, they build trust with each other and with their guests. Building on this philosophy that success is what each person does right now, the three steps of service outline what success looks like. The three steps of service. One, a warm and sincere greeting. Use the guest name if and when possible. Number two, anticipation and compliance with each guest needs. Number three, a fond farewell. Give them a warm goodbye and use their names if and when possible. Anything a Ritz-Carlton employee does in a typical day can be categorized into one of these three steps. Finally, the company has identified 20 basics that describe what is required to care for each hotel's performance capacity and results. These include such standards as continuously identify defects. Any employee who receives a customer complaint owns the complaint. Guest incident action forms are used to record and communicate every incident of guest dissatisfaction. Uncompromising levels of cleanliness are the responsibility of every employee. Use the proper vocabulary with our guests. Use words like, good morning, certainly, I'd be happy to, and my pleasure. 
escort guests rather than pointing out directions to another area of the hotel. Aligning your work unit. How does Ritz-Carlton help each person, regardless of where they work, bring the gold standard to life every day? As Horst says, we don't just build a hotel and put a name Ritz-Carlton on there and say, now it's a Ritz-Carlton. We put the heart and the soul into that hotel in the form of people. This means they first have to find people with heart and soul, proven character and competence, and further develop their talents. Ritz-Carlton's HR development system is built around four core processes. These core processes are 1. Selection 2. Orientation 3. Training Certification 4. Ongoing Environment The HR department and every department head are jointly accountable for the effectiveness of these core processes. The bottom line of the system is a culture in which everyone is deeply committed to the gold standard and then does whatever necessary to fulfill it. Here's a closer look at each of these processes. 1. Selection Working with an outside specialist, Ritz-Carlton has developed a world-class selection process. It screens applicants according to 11 performance factors. Work ethic, self-esteem, persuasion, teamwork, service, empathy, exactness, etc. All of which have been validated as critical to success in the hotel industry. It is a tough hiring standard. The application to hire ratio typically exceeds 20 to 1. But those who make it through will thrive in the Ritz-Carlton culture. Interestingly enough, many who are hired have no previous hotel or restaurant experience. This doesn't alarm Ritz-Carlton managers. They have found such employees are more open to adapt their habits to Ritz-Carlton's non-traditional approach. Number two, orientation. Every new employee is oriented to the company's values, the gold standard, and trained for his or her specific work role. For a new hotel, this process can be from seven to 10 days to get the culture just right before the doors officially open. Once a hotel is up and running, an abbreviated orientation, three days, is held for each new employee. In the latter schedule, two days covered the gold standard and corporate values. One day is for departmental training and review of the department's mission. What is important is how each of these sessions is conducted. Even in the departmental training sessions, the trainers refer constantly to the credo, motto, three steps of service, and the 20 basics. In this way, they simultaneously teach employees what the company stands for and their personal role in making Ritz-Carlton the best hotel in town. Thus, even making beds, washing dishes, and serving guests in the restaurant become mission-centered activities. The opening orientation for a new hotel was always conducted by Horst Schulze. Today it is consulted by the new president. During this 90-minute presentation, they outline each element of the gold standard and explain the training you will receive in the next 10 days isn't really all that important. It's our philosophy that is important. That's why we're beginning with it. Among other things, the president talks about the need for each of them to have a voice in how the hotel operates, how to handle problems with each other, how he learned that success precedes the reward, the need for everyone to internalize the credo and values. As the president concludes the opening session, he assures everyone, you have the opportunity to impact our business and our work environment. I know you're all skeptical of this. Do you want to be part of creating excellence? 
Do you want to create a good environment? Do you want to speak up? If you don't, please don't come back tomorrow. But if you do, you are committing yourself to become a part of us. And I promise you this, by opening day, we will be the best hotel in town. A good example of how Ritz-Carlton uses every opportunity to reinforce the gold standard came during the uniform issue portion of the orientation training in Barcelona, Spain. During the hiring process, each new employee was fitted for his or her own uniform by a tailor. Time was now allotted to pick them up. As the first group entered the room, all the trainers on the service side of the desk, from a variety of Ritz-Carlton hotels worldwide, stood, applauded, and cheered. The new employees were intimidated by this outburst and stopped in their tracks. They looked around to see what all the commotion was about. Perhaps they had come into the wrong room. They looked behind them. They, they saw no one was there. Finally, they comprehended what was going on. These leaders and trainers were standing and acknowledging them as the newest members of the family. They went home that afternoon with their new uniforms and with a very different connection with their workplace. They had just experienced what it means to be treated as a lady or gentleman in a Ritz-Carlton hotel and were visibly committed to treat others, all others, the same way. Experiences like these in the first two days transformed these trainees from hopeful but reticent employees into committed family members. Another key component of orientation is the departmental mission statement. Startup orientations provide employees the opportunity to create their own departmental mission with their supervisors. Ongoing orientations enable each new employee to become familiar with the departmental mission and see how they can contribute to it on the job. Here is one department's mission statement. This is for the employee restaurant. The employee restaurant serves employees with genuine care and comfort using the three steps of service, striving to provide fresh, balanced meals. We provide a warm, clean atmosphere so that every employee has a chance to be relaxed and recharged so that they are able to serve the guests better. Point number three, training certification. This is orientation's bottom line, signifying the employee is committed to live the gold standard, fulfill the departmental mission, and is able to meet the performance standards. Certification also takes place whenever an employee transfers into a new department. Number four, ongoing environment. Three days, seven days, 10 days, or a training certification do not guarantee you'll stay at the top of the life cycle. So the focus is on recommitting everyone to the values and continuously improving the work processes. Once a year, every employee attends a four-hour refresher on the values. And periodic training programs equip associates to take part in quality improvements, better serve guests, or improve other job skills. Cross-training in other departments is also common. But even more critical than any of these other things is the daily lineup meeting in each work group. An old tradition in the hotel business, the lineup originally resembled a military inspection. Line up, show me your hands, let's see those shoes. Ritz-Carlton has adapted this practice to include more than just a grooming and appearance review. All lineups are conducted with everyone standing. This is sure to limit the meeting's duration to less than 20 minutes. Pertinent information for the day is reviewed. Process improvement ideas may be documented. And one element of the gold standard is discussed. What does it mean? 
What do we do well? Where do we fall short? How can we improve? The gold standard agenda item is scheduled from the corporate office so that on any given day, the same topic is being discussed in every hotel. When the right person has been selected, oriented, certified, and becomes immersed in the ongoing environment, some remarkable things happen. Here are just a few of the thousands of moments that define Ritz-Carlton's excellence. Nick Canale of the Amelia Island staff was transporting several guests who had been relocated to other hotels because Ritz-Carlton was sold out. One passenger told Nick how badly he wanted to stay at the Ritz-Carlton because of the service and facilities. He said he would particularly miss not being able to sit, relax, and enjoy a glass of fresh-squeezed Ritz-Carlton orange juice. After dropping the gentleman off at his hotel, Nick returned to home base and had a container of orange juice prepared and delivered to this man's doorstep, along with a note apologizing that Ritz-Carlton was unable to offer him a room. Bellman Jean-Baptiste Prunetti passed a gentleman coming from the restroom in the Palm Beach Hotel. The man seemed quite flustered. Jean asked if everything was all right, only to learn that the man had just broken the zipper on his trousers and was due back for a luncheon with four women. The quick-thinking Jean ushered the gentleman back into the restroom, asked him to turn over his pants, and repaired the zipper right there with a pair of pliers. The guest was greatly relieved thanks to a bellman turned tailor. One family came to the Boston Ritz-Carlton to celebrate several events at Sunday brunch. It was the 25th wedding anniversary for one couple. Their sister-in-law had just completed a half marathon that morning, and Grandma and Grandpa were about to return to their winter home after an extended visit with their family. After helping the family pile out of the large van, doorman Kenny Young noticed a large pool of oil spreading from underneath the vehicle. Inspecting things more closely, Kenny determined that the oil plug had recently fallen out. Getting a colleague to cover his spot, he retraced the van's path with the driver until he found the oil plug. Returning to the hotel, he made arrangements to have the plug replaced and fresh oil installed. It will be taken care of, he told the guests. Enjoy your brunch. You get the picture. These ladies and gentlemen serve everyone they meet as ladies and gentlemen. And they have created a dynamic organization that is just beginning to hit the first peak of its life cycle. They too shared the dishwasher's dream. Conclusion. Trust is a priceless ingredient in your organization. It binds people to a common cause and reduces friction as the work gets done. Trust with all stakeholders is one of the hallmarks of leadership for the ages. Trust comes from a combination of character, what we are, and competence, what you do. A personal mission reflecting your deepest personal values can shape and guide how you interact with others. When you allow another factor to drive your behavior, it distorts everything else and it undermines your trustworthiness. The evidence of your real mission is found in your habits. As the Monitor Corporation's Mark Fuller used to say, if you want to know what truly counts, watch the management's feet, not their mouth. Through the case example of the Ritz-Carlton Hotel Company, we have seen how individuals living consistent with their credo continuously earn trust. In the next episode of the podcast series, we will examine some invisible strands of trust's spider web. Effective leaders have very different paradigms than others of their organizations, their stakeholders, and themselves. 
These paradigms are a crucial part of leadership for the ages. I will explore some of these paradigms to understand how they naturally produce different behaviors and better results. Thank you for being with us in this episode. Be sure to join us for a future episode. You can go to uh, podcasts, smart organizations, and see what comes next. Thank you very much and have a good day.